Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today we have a former Career Path member, mm-hmm. Austin Sakai. How are you doing, Austin? Yeah. Doing good. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Glad, Glad to, to see you again. I meant to tell you too, by the way, this. This, um, we don't do much of a pre-show. So as you can tell, we just kind of are casual. Don't worry. We're not going to stump you. I'm not going to ask you about your five favorite books or whatever. I hate that when people do that to me, you know, like I'm on somebody else's show and they try to come up with something brainy and I'm not ready for it. I'm like, man, so we won't do that. <laughs> I don't know how I would answer that. Like yeah. five favorite books. I know. Like someone had said to me, like, give me a, a some tip, what great tip or some new site you found or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I can't think of that off the top of my head. Like, okay, yeah, great. It's a shopping app. You want to know about that? <laughs> That's my tip for the week. <laughs> Instacart's great. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm going through this whole phase in life where I'm trying to just get to do nothing. Oh, and so that's I'm, his goal. We're, we're going to try Hamper, which is an app to, uh, you just fill the hamper up with their clothes and they come and get it and then strop it back off. How lazy is that? Ooh, we were working on crazy, it. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Austin, you uh, were a very active and vocal member in the last career path. And I wanted to ask you about your experience and, and how, how you found it, um, you know, good and bad. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of wish maybe I had a little more experience to, to bring to the group. I, I think that it, you know, I would have, you know, given more and, and gotten more from it. But, you know, you, you, I guess you kind of start wherever you're at. And uh, so I was actually trying to get into a career path too, but the, the timing wasn't right. And um, so um, it was it was good. It was really kind of nice to, to just be able to talk to you guys pretty much just face to face. And uh, it was a it was a good group of people and uh, uh, for networking as well. So there, there's actually a, a small subgroup of us from career path three that uh, we we check in with each other occasionally and just kind of make sure we're still living and sending mail and doing stuff. So, awesome. Yeah. You created your own accountability group after out of it, basically, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, That's we good. Did. I heard there's offshoot groups, all kinds of offshoot groups. Did you see in Discord that Lori uh, Phillips said that the Land Academy ladies group, all the women in there are like killing it now. I know that. I didn't know what they're, but yeah, I knew that part. I am, That's coming back. Oh, I good. will bring it back. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so you came to us, I think you sold a pizza, you had a pizza place or something like that and sold it and uh, your full-time land investing, I think if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. So the way that that worked out is that uh, I was doing W-2 uh, when I when I came on, when I actually, when I, before I came on with Land Academy and I just started listening to the podcast and I transitioned to being a member. And then, um, so I was doing a geotechnical engineering uh, work as a field tech and uh, did that for a bit. And then, uh, let's see, actually, actually that was, was, I switched around. So uh, back in 2015, I opened up a a pizza parlor with my uncle. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting is this. I've, I've, I've been a landlord. I've done various things. I've done different W-2s, but like that was the, uh, the steepest learning curve as far as, uh, uh, I guess, hard knock learning that I've ever had. Cause you know, it's like, there's, there's no rest to it. It's like, you're just in it and either you sink or you swim. And, um, well, I, I mostly tried to swim, but there was some thinking. And, uh, so it was an interesting experience that both good and bad. 
We may be a little too familiar with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we uh, definitely failed at Oh, yeah. At that, you know. Because we thought that was a good idea. We were going to start the next dominoes, and uh, we didn't last through one location. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I had big dreams, too. But, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, knowing what I know now is that, you know, the the business model was flawed from the beginning. And, um, and not so much that it was like a, a me and my uncle thing, you know, like that relationship. It's just that we're both uh, at the time, not very communicative. And, um, he had some pizza parlors back in the eighties. And so that was all cash business. And, uh, there wasn't social media. And so just, it was a different market. So, um, we had opened up the pizza parlor in Portland and uh, Portland's a pretty foodie type area. And so the bar was, is high now and has been for a while so the uh yeah we, we didn't really set us ourselves up for uh for winning on that one but okay i don't recommend that you work with your family ever by the way there is that <laughs> well, I, I think there i think that there's ways to do it it's just you have to be really clear about your expectations and what people's roles are and so um the the thing is that my, my uncle is very old school. And so pretty much he wanted to have an employee with that had a little equity, but it wasn't really a true partnership. And, you know, I, if there's been enough time that we, we get along now and it's good, but it's like it, I don't know if it ever could have been. And I think it felt, it was a really valuable lesson to learn uh, going forward. If I, if I do work with other people um, to, to have that conversation, it's like, Hey, this is what I can do. This is what I bring to the table. Um, these are my expectations of you and just, just kind of open and clear communication. Yes. I think uh, you fit the, the perfect mold uh, for being a Land Academy member. I really think it's very, very helpful mm-hmm. if people uh, come to us with some type of uh, previous owner, business ownership experience. Oh, that's true. Just the benefit of, you know, how to run payroll and, you know, paying rent and just in managing something other than your personal life. Mm-hmm. is uh, you get all that stuff out of the way. That's so you can just focus on buying and selling land. Yeah. So how are you doing? Are, are you buying and selling a lot of dirt? Uh, not a tremendous amount. I'm actually in a little bit of a lull right now. Uh, I have a mailer. It's 2,700 units that could hit in the next week or so. So it's another county. Uh, I went through and did the uh, the 3 to 20s uh, there. And now I'm going through and doing the 20s to 80s. Nice. And, uh, so we're going we're gonna to see how that plays out. Um, the, the area there, it's, it's pretty rural and I'm, I'm a little concerned that a lot of the forties are kind of come back, uh, landlocked, uh, cause that just kind of seems typical for this area. So, uh, maybe half of the mailer is going to be real mail, but, but we'll see. So, Excellent. Uh, but you know, as, as far as days on market and just kind of like the amount of, uh, property that's changed hands in the last year, it's a, it's a, it's a good market. So I'm hopeful for that. Good. It sounds like it because you're you're kind of you like you exhausted this size now you're going to go do that size so it's obviously working out you know the area it sounds like you mm-hmm. probably got a team now you have title companies or however you're doing it all locked in which is great yeah. you know what you're looking for and I love that because now the second mail you're like all right when they call you back you already have know what's going on you know I know this is happening over here I know these are worth a little more over there so that's cool. Well, you already know too, that you might get some landlocked and you're going to figure out what to do. Well, I was talking with another guy, I guess one of my mentory friends on discord 
who actually he's uh, he's local. He's at a near Minneapolis, and so he kind of helps me out. I at some point in time, I kind of hope that I, I'm able to kind of shift where I have more knowledge and I help him out some too. But it seems a little more one way. So I just appreciate the uh, the charity in that relationship. Um, <laughs> but but you know, it's like so I have a title company, and they've been fantastic. Um, but what ends up happening is it's the, it's the real estate agents. And I don't want to bag on them too much, but it's like, what sometimes happens is that you get like this, um, say honeymoon phase in the beginning and that's good. And then the relationship degrades and they're, they just get a little flaky. And I don't know if that is the industry as a whole, or if it's just that it's just so easy to make money as an agent right now that you can just kind of phone it in. I think it depends. Cause I have 80% of mine are great but there's a 20% that that does happen. I'm dealing with that with one right now. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know if he got, I think because he, he's shifting from, he was all excited about land and motivated and doing good. And now he's like, Oh, I could do some houses and my commissions are higher, which I totally understand. So I think he's going that direction, but never mind. I'm still over here. You kind of have a deal with me going, we need to wrap this up. So. Yeah. Yeah, he just that's exactly the, what the experience we're having. Mm-hmm. You did great on the first four or five deals, and then it was, it, I don't know what happened. Yeah, well, that and the girlfriend, but we won't go there. <laughs> oh, yes, I think I remember you talking about this. So he got oh, a yeah. hot, tall model girlfriend, right? And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he just is uh, a little less responsive on the emails and texts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but his Facebook page is a phenomenal. They're having the time of their lives. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you just got to wait until uh, she gets a little too expensive and he's got to start earning a little more money. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. Then he'll be back. <laughs> Maybe. But you know, so, out of college for stuff like this, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can be. That's awesome. So, so what I think as far as like the whole uh, real estate agent thing is, is that uh, I had some assumptions kind of coming into it, but what I need to do is probably just make it into a process. And so that, you know, if, if the real estate agent is doing this or not doing this, then we just fire up the machine and we get another agent vetted and on board and, and have a conversation with them. So there you go. That's why they, I'm like six months max, you know, I'll give you six months. And, and if it's by then we know if it's going to work or not, yeah. by the way. So, and I might be out after six months, like you just said, Austin, shopping yeah. for somebody else. That's okay. It's so. kind of unfortunate though, because I mean, maybe it's just because what we do is just kind of so weird from what they, they normally deal with folks, uh, maybe SFR buyers that are emotional. Like, oh yeah, we'll be right. 20% over asking or whatever it is, but it's like, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm going to send you some stuff and I'd like some stuff back. It's not going to be terribly difficult. It's, you know, yeah. it's kind of a business to business relationship, uh, but you're going to make money. You know, and it, it's going to come in because because we're going to do volume, but whatever. It's, it's you're right. It's hard sometimes, but when you find like that's a, like I think like you think we couldn't be easier. Yeah, I we don't need to worry about carpet allowance, whatever people want, or you know, I'm I I try to be the easiest person. Like we don't need to talk. You know, just when you get an offer, let me know and text it to me. I don't care. Yeah, I think this business. Uh, this product type is so misunderstood by real estate agents. I just think there's so the listing that, that they usually create is, you know, it looks like they did it in about eight minutes Yeah, and it should take, you know, a full day. There should be a a ton of graphics and and, and a sense of pride. And I just don't see that happening ever. Sometimes, you know, the vast majority of the listings that I see for land are done on a computer instead of like, 
out there taking right, pictures and with the graphic production and all of that. So mm-hmm. it's really too bad. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She teach that class how to be uh, a land real estate agent. That's not a bad idea. Oh, that's a good one. You should start that. Write that, down. that is good, actually. Man, we could teach a class on that. We kind of do. It's kind of like, but to help them out and help us out. Wait a minute. This is, and they could be Land Academy approved agents. Agents that we will all use. This is actually brilliant. I do like this. Okay. So good, could we could stuff. we call that the agent scoop? Is that, that the, agent what? Agent, agent <laughs> scoop. Is that the product? Agent scoop. That's right. I love that agent scoop. That would be great. You know what? And I think that they would appreciate that. Like they, I'm sure that we um, sometimes intimidate some of them because of how smart we are. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sure of it. I I don't think that they're intimidated at all. I just think they're L-A-Z-Y. Well, but I mean, here's the facts. We know when we're dealing with other Land Academy members because of we, how smart we are. And I, the deals that are presented to me for deal fund funding, I just, I don't, can't think of a, of a good one that I've had at least in the last several months that was from a non-member. Cause I put it out there, like I'll fund anybody's deals. If you got a good deal, I don't want to go to waste. Let me know. But the people that are not land account members, they're not that good, mm-hmm. but all of us, we know what we're doing and I just don't have to worry about it. You know, and then this, my other point was we were talking about this, Austin. I hope you don't mind. We're gonna have a little little meeting with you here. <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> I can run this by you. I was thinking we I want to create something special for career path people because I know Austin, you, and I know how much time we spent together. I know what you know. Like we really talked about some stuff. So when you submit a deal to me, I really am going to look at it differently than anybody else too. So, um, and maybe even different percentages too. Like, so I'm open to that. I haven't put it together yeah. yet, but like, I'm like, I'm happy to lessen my, my payout. Cause you're a career path member. As long as I'm getting, you know, whatever the spread is, um, that it's worthwhile because I know you're going to, you're going to do it great. And it's going to be an awesome deal. It's just that much more education. Yeah. And I think that joining career path really shows some serious commitment and, and interest. Let's just say interest totally. in the business. Yeah. You really are in a league of your own. So kudos. Yeah. <laughs> so are you hitting the numbers that you, uh, you know, you budgeted or what's like, I guess what's next for you. So actually I'm in a kind of a transitional phase right now. So okay. uh, I would say you could say that career path was kind of a catalyst. Um, and so I have deficiencies, uh, I guess, in my personality or in my, my business. And so I am not, I don't gravitate towards organization and some of the administrative type stuff. And um, while I have done business, uh, I, I wish my business acumen was higher, let's say like Lori Phillips. Because I, I believe she actually joined about the time I did. And she's just doing some crazy, crazy, you know, out in the atmosphere type stuff. Uh, you know, the... The things that are they're helpful for this type of activity is uh, business acumen, uh, uh, analysis, like the engineering, technical type of stuff. So these all kind of feed in. And so I have a friend that I'm bringing on as a partner who is uh, more of an administrative type person who who's very familiar in an office environment, uh, has some marketing experience. And uh, so to kind of help round that out. And so that 
that's that's what I'm looking to to do my business 2.0 uh, now that I've kind of cut my teeth a little bit to to actually get serious about this and, and to do it do it dynamic as adult style or adulting the land business so to speak right. Awesome. It's just, I, you know, the best decision I ever made, business decision I ever made was joining forces with Jill. I mean, it changed overnight the number of properties that, that we were buying and selling and, and how we did any, everything, actually. So it really, that's a, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of people, they're a little apprehensive to, you know, bring somebody else because it's, it's another mouth to feed and, you know, you have to, you have to have the you know, interpersonal stuff. But for, for uh, what I've seen with other people and what they're doing, people who are really just, you know, kind of crushing it is that uh, you can do well, you know, as a one person operation, but to, to fill in your deficiencies um, with another person or VAs or uh, tools or something like that is it's beneficial. So figure out what you're good at, figure out what you're not good at, do what you yep. do well and uh, you know, farm out the other stuff, delegate it. And um uh, you know, so I mean, I, I guess that's kind of the thing about like concierge data is like I have done some mailers on my own. It's like I've done some successfully. I've also bought some like uh, Excel is not my my natural uh, habitat. And uh, there was one specifically where I, I did something where I messed up the columns or the rows. And so the wrong people got the wrong mailers and uh, they, they got a mailer. It's just it was, the you know, let's say the, the wrong uh, offer, the wrong uh, acreage. And yeah. so. Uh, it just makes more sense to me. So if I do, you know, if I do like a concierge data type of mailer, it's like, if I do one deal off that mailer, it's like, well, it pays for my mail and my concierge for the next couple of mailers. So it's yeah. like, it just kind of makes sense. And I can focus on other things. And um, yeah. yeah. And the areas that you're really good at. Yeah. So yeah. that's really good. That's hard for people to, to admit. I'm, I, you know that I don't want to admit that I'm not good at things. And Steven's really good at pointing out sometimes that I'm not good at things. Well, <laughs> well, well too good. I just think that we're, you know, if you're not innately interested in something. You're just not, not innately good at it. Probably yeah, for some reason, you know, the stuff I'm interested in, I seem to be good at. That's true. Well, what, you, what you just say that that's like really kind of the thing is, is like, you could be horrible at something, but if you're interested in it is that you'll become good. So like yeah. I, I went to school for uh, mechanical engineering and guess what? I wasn't good at math. Wow. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but the thing is, is that I wanted to do the thing. And so, wow. you know, I went back in there and I put the work in and I got good at math. That's good. So, uh, yeah, it's just like anything. You just, you just practice in, until you get there. Uh, but the thing is, is that you have to have the fire you know, the desire to do it. And if you don't have that, then it just doesn't matter. So what did you do exactly before the pizza thing? Or, I, you know, with <laughs> geoengineering, you said? That's, that's kind of a loaded question, I think. <laughs> so, so I, I, I guess I'm a bit of a uh, gypsy as far as work goes. So, uh, so my, the, my start of my pizza is that I worked for Papa John's uh, when I was going to community college uh, when my t- in my 20s. And so that was kind of the pizza bug. That was, that laid dormant for a while, but uh, I went to trade school and I was a machinist. And so I, I uh, worked in that industry, industrial type stuff. And then I decided to, to go back to school and I did mechanical engineering, which I actually never went into. Um, well, I, I was, I, I dropped out. I had a medical thing. I had like a really bad insomnia for a while. So 
nobody really wants to pay for three quarters of an engineering degree, but, uh, but, but I'm familiar with engineering and, and, uh, metal and technical stuff. And then, uh, what I do, I was a precious metal buyer and, uh, uh, I did the pizza thing and then, uh, geotech was my last, uh, W2. So just all over the place, but it tends to be a lot of it tends to be kind of a technical nature. So that's my jam. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense when you said that, what you went to school for, because so many people in this group are really brainy, mm-hmm. really smart. Yeah. So I get, I get that. <laughs> yeah. So, so like me, it's like, I think I split the difference kind of like in between a technician and an engineer. So it's like, okay. I don't have the, I'm not meticulous enough. I'm not patient enough to be an engineer, but I also like, while I like to be out in the field, I like to be turning wrench doing stuff. I also don't want to exactly be a laborer at the same time. So like a, something in between uh and so i I think that's kind of why i I like this so i could i could do a little bit of work in the field i could do you know some computer stuff so it it offers me a little bit of both excellent tell us can can i ask some of the properties like what do you what do you like um give us some numbers if you would like what's your sweet spot right now buy for this sell for that and and what's changing okay so when i started i started in the uh the sunny desert of Northern Arizona. Okay. So it was, it was desert squares. And um, so that was, uh, I think I did five acres, five acre parcels. And so it, it, the nice thing is it was pretty, pretty safe. And so uh, I made some mistakes. I made a little bit of money. Um, the, the thing I don't like about those lower price parcels and is that, that like the people that buy them can't really afford them. So there's a lot of people that want terms and there's, it's really high touch. So it's like, let's say if you're under the $5,000 or $8,000 range on the sales side is that you, you have to, you have to really know your, your buyer because you're talking to them a lot. Um, I kind of skipped the, there's like a middle section that I probably should have went to, but uh, I kind of skipped and I'm, I'm doing um, uh, buy for 10, 10 to let's say 30 and, um, and then uh, resell for let's say uh, 30, uh, 60, 70 plus. And that's, so that, that, that's where we are. I love yeah. it. So that's where I'm at. And the, and the nice thing I like about that too, is that since, uh, well, I'm an introvert. I mean, you, I don't know if you could tell, but it's like, I'm, I'm probably the chattiest introvert, introvert you'll meet, but it's like, I'm <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's like every time I, you know, I, I call a, a seller back or something that's like, I got to kind of like take a couple breaths and get myself in that headspace because I, I don't really like talking to people on the phone. It's, it, it brings me anxiety, but, but I do it because you pay your dues and you do it and um, uh, make it happen. But uh, when you get into the higher priced parcels is that you can employ a uh, agent to help you out on the back end. And so uh, then I just kind of focus on the front end is like, you know, pick a good County, make sure the prices are right. Uh, do my due diligence. And then, uh, you know, I work with the agent a little bit on the back end, but mostly I just kind of hand it off and say, um, okay, can you, you know, have this as your lead pitcher and maybe fancy up the uh, description a little better. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. You can hang out there for a while. I'm sure you know that and just roll in some big ones when they pop in. Cause you're next Miller. You might get some big ones popping in. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Some of the, uh, some of the parcels are in the hundred to 150 on the, the retail sale end. So uh, there's some meat there, but it's also, I think it's a different, uh, it's a different seller. So these, these are probably like farmers and, and people that own multiple parcels. And so they're, they might be a little more savvy. 
Yeah. Uh, and so, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But um, boy, some of the heat. Yeah, you only need to do 10 or 20 deals a year. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe you let's just say 10 or 12 deals a year if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're netting. You know, Half a million, it, then right there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, at, at the very bottom, mm-hmm. you know, not work that hard. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's my plan. I mean, that's. I think I, I just feel more comfortable if, if the volume of deals is, is a certain amount because it's like, you know, there, there, well, there is somebody and I think they're just doing one deal that was with it. They were netting 75 grand or hundred grand a month or something like that. And it's like, it, it's just not enough action. And so, I mean, if, I guess if you're at a certain level to where you like really trust your, your judgment and all that, then you can do that. But, you know, I, I think I'd feel more comfortable if I got, uh, let's say four or six deals in the hopper. And everything's kind of churning. And so let's say if I miss something on this or there's a title issue with this, that that's not going to hurt me because I got these others to back it up. Yep. So exactly. it uh, kind of smooths out the ripples. Yep. Good. And you got to keep yourself, you just have to keep yourself motivated and pushing, pushing through. So yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. know, so the, the motivation has kind of been an issue for me. So like when I first start, started on, I think it was about six months before I got my first mailer out. And so that's like, it, it's a little behind the curve. Um, but I guess that's just sort of my life in a nutshell of just starting late and failure to launch. But, but the important thing is, <laughs> is that you launch, you launch at some point. And uh, so, so with bringing somebody on, it's like, uh, I think, I think the accountability, it's like when you, when you bring somebody to the gym with you to work out, yeah. like, you know, if it's just you, you're going to hang out, you're going to watch Netflix, you're going to eat drumsticks on the couch. But if you, if you got somebody that's going to meet you down there, it's like, well, you'll just show up on time yep. and you'll do the work. Absolutely. That's perfect. And, that's right. And, that's great. And, and, and so I, I just know that about myself. And so that, you know, I'll, I'll show up for the team. I don't always show up for myself. That's good. It's one of the things I like about this business. Once you get that mailer out, you don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's going to, your the life's going to ring. Your life's going to be that way for a yeah. while. Exactly. Yep. You're going to have to keep going. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. Austin, it was great to catch up with you. Thank you for, uh, for being on the show. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to well, check, check in with you probably six or eight months uh, from now, maybe schedule another time and you can see, tell us how it all went. Well, that sounds good. I, I hope I have some good stuff to share with you. And, um, so I'm, I'm on discord and, uh, you know, I'm in, in land investors and it's like, I, you know, if, if any of you new guys or whatever want to talk, it's like, I'll share what I have with what I can. So excellent. Oh, I'll probably take you. you up on that actually. Yeah. And you're, you're on our monthly advanced group call, right? That I see correct. you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Awesome. Like coming up in like days now. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. next week. Cool. Good. Thanks again, Austin. Yeah. And we will certainly uh, talk with you soon. It's okay, awesome. super. I uh, appreciate you having me on and you guys have a good one. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. You too. Take care. All right. Bye now.